All right, so Project 24, last episode we did, we tackled mental and physical bodies. Put a couple reels and shorts out there and, you know, really starting to focus within and realizing why we're all here is to coexist, to co-create. And, you know, we, we do that. And when we kind of operate in this way, we really manifest people into our life experience that, you know, are operating in that rhythm. So I'm welcoming back Nada. Hello, California. hello. Hello, hello. <laughs> and um, man, you just got back from Mexico. I haven't talked. I mean, we always stay in touch, but watching some of the stuff you're putting out there, I know I'm giving you shit about your YouTube channel, but also like buying a motorcycle. You're fasting now. Yeah. You're tapping into cold therapy. Um, traveling, great relationships with family, reconnecting with things, doing you, which is great because everyone knows that's my license plate. Mm-hmm. But that is that is badass, and I love seeing because we know each other. Fuck, we're almost going on a year, almost. I think yeah. you and I both. So your transformation is badass. We're going to cover that when we hit the emotional body within us this week. But when I was thinking of like doing spirituality, I know what you went through and I know the problems and struggles you went through. And I met this kid. He works with my son. He was going through some stuff six, seven months ago. We talked, saw him at the gym and I started watching him just grow. This dude like majorly extended and and that's Dylan. Dylan, you're on right now, but. Pleasure. the shit he's putting out, you know, doing, um, I think it's Wim Hof. He'll explain that. But these ice baths he's doing, which is cold therapy, and what it's doing for his, he doesn't even realize yet because we were at the gym yesterday, and he was telling me how he wants to tap into his spiritual side more. And I'm thinking the same time he's telling me this, I'm thinking, bro, you're already hitting the spiritual side. With the shit you're speaking right now, you're all speaking spiritual right now. You just don't understand it. But mm-hmm. I'm going to share this one i don't dylan i don't know which one you want me to share but i'll just even do what you was the coldest, whatever one what was and, and i'm gonna have you explain what this is but i wanted to share this the, you asked me what the coldest day was yeah whenever i did it um mm-hmm. i'd have to check real quick but it was probably maybe 10 days ago let's see so i'm gonna i'm gonna share this real quick and it's it's pretty badass because i would say probably three Day 17 was cold, but. So even, even I'll just do. Day let's 12. Say I, day 12 was probably the coldest. So let's say I do that day shit. 12, I right? I want you to. I can barely get in the water. I want you to listen to this shit because it's. And, and let me know when you can hear it. I don't have any audio yet. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, did mark the audio to share but even if it doesn't i'll add it in when i cut it but so this is like i mean i'm watching this video and i'm like dude like it's like two degrees and you can read the words what is it like two you know, this this day was this day was bad like the water froze in so deep that i could barely fit inside the tub that's when I had to go buy the new one because it was just it was unmanageable. Stuff, he's point. like so disciplined in there, speaking clearly, very alert, 
and 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 I'm and I'm listening to him. And I'm like, dude, this is pretty badass. Like, I don't know how you're doing this. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 all portraying a story to somebody. You know, they're all they want to listen. I want to give them a better way to perceive. Yeah, and life. that's what I'm saying. So, how do you? Because we're talking about spirituality, how do you get to that point in your life at 26 years old? 26 years old, how do you get there? What made you? What made you drive there? I mean, many things. I feel like in the last few years of my life, I have been slacking in that category of of myself. When I was maybe 19, 20, 21, I got super heavy into that. I was raised Same. in a Catholic household, but it was it was kind of just like my mother's side was very religious, but my father's side didn't believe in any of that. I went back and forth between parent to parent. I lived with my grandparents for a few years. And then I started to try and like follow the religion myself. And I just, I I just Western culture. I mean, I know I live here my whole life or I've lived here my whole life, but it just, it hasn't clicked with me in my mental at least. So I started to check out more European, Asian, Indian as cultures. And I just learned that they do a lot of mental practices, whether it's difficult activities or constant repetition and i just got to a point in my life where i was not doing anything difficult you know it, it, i'm sure you both of you probably heard about oh, david yeah, Goggins. Goggins. i mean the, yeah i followed him that. a lot you know and and you can't hurt me and read his book you know a ton of times and took mm -hmm. notes from it and i think what you speak to is like when we put ourselves in constant comfort you know just doing everything that's comfortable yeah and i tell people that's that's the evil right there you got to get yourself in discomfort because if you're not, if you're comfortable, you're just going exactly. with the motion. You're just a mouse on a, a hamster on a wheel. And everything's just the same. Groundhog Day, no, don't worry. Mm -hmm. So, but that's, that's, go ahead. So, so, I mean, that's it to a T. I just, I wanted to do something that seemed extremely difficult in my mind. And I, I've always had a hard time committing to something my entire life. You know, I'd make it a, a few days, a few weeks, and then I'd be like, oh, this isn't turning out how I wanted it to turn out. And I'm like, all right, let me go try something else, see if I feel fulfilled by that. But at the end of the day, it, it's, it's not about what I want anymore. It's what I need to do every single day of my life to, to become the man that I, whether it's what I deserve to be or what I want to become, I, I just, I'm, I'm here to do difficult things every single day. And, and especially earlier in the morning, and that's the thing I need to work the most on is a handful of the, I'm on day 21 now, a handful of these days I've done eight, 9 AM, but half of them, I probably have hit 12, 1, 2 PM in the afternoon. Like I need to start doing this stuff every day, early morning, set my day straight. And then the rest of the day is, I don't want to say a piece of cake, but it's a lot mm. easier than a normal I think once you start getting session. in that rhythm of that mind space, and I always encourage journaling, I always encourage, you know, me, I challenge your beliefs and everything that you believe up until this point in your life, if you never challenged them, was handed to you from somebody external to you. So that was the same kind of thing with me where I was always waking up with enough time to shit, shower, and shave, run out the door and set alarms. I don't even have to set an alarm right mm -hmm, now. I'm up mm -hmm. almost every day, 4, 4.30, 5 o'clock, every day, including weekends. 
And, you know, some people will say, oh, man, that's crazy. That's too, you know, early. And I'm like, well, no, because that's what you're told. It's like the same people that say you can't have breakfast for dinner. Well, that's because you already served that. But I think discomfort is great in doing this and really opening yourself up to these things and challenges is, man, that's what's important. And I'm, I scroll through your page and I follow you and I don't really follow many now. I think I follow 30 people, but um. Yeah, just listening to the mindset, listening to the things you're speaking to. And I was even talking earlier with with a couple of people, and I was always pushing Taoism and just saying, man, look at the Taoism and read the Tao. And oh yeah, yeah, see so okay. the Tao. So yeah, and those those practices are very important. What people don't realize, it's like, oh man, that's foreign shit. No, shut up, dude, because that's the shit they teach in psychology. The same shit when you look at Stoicism and Stoic mm-hmm. principles. Marcus Aurelius and Epictetus and Socrates, those are things that are used in psychology today. And people just think, oh, I don't follow that shit. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. So, yeah, I mean, it was, it was, 100%. Western culture is great in so many different aspects, but when it comes to philosophies and mindsets and things like that, the East has us be by Well, yeah, they're very mindful. And miles. They're, they're very mindful. Exactly. They, they like some of the practices from the Tao. I have this book here. I preach anybody that wants to learn some good meditations and things like that. It's the healing light of the Tao fundamental practices to awakening inner chi, like inner energy by Montak Chia. He's got a whole YouTube channel where he talks about stuff, but this book is 600 pages. It has hundreds of different meditations and it all talks about how, we are all connected with the universe in some way or another. And there's, and there's meditations that connect certain emotions to certain organs within our bodies. And if you can be mindful and realize this, it can open up a whole new. Well, well, it's like one of the things I was journaling, journaling. I'm glad you walked me into that because when I look at us as four bodies within us, mental, physical, spiritual, emotional, you know, your mental physical is your masculine side and your spiritual emotional is your feminine side. Yin yang, everybody has it within them. Not gender, it's talking energy. So even when I know that I'm looking here, as far as your spiritual body, it's like, what is it? And one of the things I did right is exactly what you just said. Connection to all things. Just we're all connected. Everything around. And 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 it's like even when you just break it down, you're not breathing your own oxygen. I'm not even breathing my own. I'm breathing the air that you're exhaling, the trees are exhaling, the animals are exhaling, and they're breathing in what I'm exhaling. How can you sit there and say we're not connected? So when I tap into spirituality, a lot of people say, oh, what religion is that? It's not religious. There's a big difference between spirituality and religion. And I do feel like there's a lot of people that get that confused. All religions speak to all religions speak to the same thing, higher power. Yeah, they just call it. In my most recent ice bath video today, I talked about so many people live life as a competition. I'm not saying that's a terrible thing, like whatever helps drive you towards your goals, but we all need to say an orchestra works. We all need to work together. No, no one person outshines the other, and you can create the beautiful symphony of music that well, that's why I say it's we like all you're waking to, up, you know, like and people do this they they wake up one or two ways survival or creators, 
And most people are waking up as survivors, Mm -hmm. survival mode. And how does that work? Well, when you're in survival mode, you compete, you consume. That's it. If you wake up as a creator, you're just going to do what? Be a service. Provide something good. So Mm -hmm. if I look at people, whether it's groups in their 20s, groups in their 30s, 40s, even people in their 50s, it's like, okay, so you got your circle of friends, you got your clique, you got your family. What are you all creating? Or are you all just consuming? Spending money, stacking goods, stacking money, buying possessions, retiring and die. That's your life experience. Nothing. Yeah, what kind of life is that? And that's what I think that these um, these things do to us, like the cold plunges or, you know, riding a motorcycle. It just kind of, it proves to you that we can do and be all things too, you know. And it encourages, to, encourages you to just keep on trying all these different things because the mindset that you feel when you get to those levels are so comforting and just and, and gives you so much confidence oh, the, to just keep doing that it know? puts you in the, the moment the, the reward yeah. you get when you provide a service to somebody not mm-hmm. monetary i'm talking time i'm talking compassion I'm talking being empathetic when you can sit there and just offer somebody a conversation or a compliment or you know you don't have to have the nicest lawn on the block you can share what you do with the rest of the block people don't do that you know, and, yeah. and it's funny when you talk about Eastern culture yeah, versus yeah. Western, because I do speak with a lot of people from overseas and, and some of the people I spoke to was like, you know, what's with the Western culture? Why do they have to have such big houses? Why do you have to have so many cars? Most of them walk and take Ubers and taxis. And, 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 and the crazy thing is, is when you talk to some folks here, whether 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, even 60s that have never been out of this country. You're having an American experience. That's all you're having. You're not having a human experience. And I always believe we're spiritual beings having a human experience, but you're not experiencing anything outside of your comfort. So that's, that's, uh, I always thought about that. And, and it was almost like when I was reading some articles and I wrote some things down and, it was like our spiritual body is our aura, our energy, all that emanates from us. So if I can talk to Dylan and, and I can feel, man, kid's cool shit, man. He's got some good vibes to him. Nada's like, man, got great vibrations to him. And you know the ones that you stand next to that are like, mm, dude, get me out of this room. I don't even want to be next to this person, right? <laughs> and, oh, yeah, 100%. And, and, and once you start realizing that stuff, and I took a lot of notes on this. So it's like, if you take somebody, and I always say this, you know, when I look at four cylinders, four bodies, how many people are rolling down the interstate on two? How many people are rolling on one cylinder, you know? And if you take an unbalanced spiritual body, it's what? A feeling of disconnection. We believe we can do all things alone and on our own. And that's where you believe in no higher power. I got this. I'm good. Um, we are not coexisting to co-create. We are victims. We never connect to our intuition and, and chakras. We never recognize our gut. We feel deserving, entitled, and exempt from others. We are left. We feel left out. We're never seen and, and walk like no one hears us. There's a huge focus on how things look and never speak clearly or truly from the heart. Man, and I thought about that. It's like people always say, oh, man, the younger generation is entitled. No, it's not. Because if you look at the older generations, they're walking around the same way. 
I can do this, man. I don't need any help. I can do this. We're all coexisting to co-create. We're not building anything together. So that's 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 where I look at spirituality. And sometimes you get the overbalance where their heads in the clouds and they're on, you know, I don't want to say cloud nine. It's like romance shit, but but it's just like mm-hmm. no worries in the world. And it's like, oh, you still got some worries because you still got three other bodies you have to keep in consideration. So I push, you know, when when you look at things like that and talk about maybe balancing out a spiritual body. And the same thing I said with the mental and um, physical. One of the keys that always turn up is meditation. So I'm glad you point out the book. I'm going to put it in the comments when I when I cut this. But meditation is huge. <laughs> and I just did a video the other day driving in traffic. And I'm sitting there, and it's uh, taking me an extra 20 minutes. How many times do we catch ourselves even in traffic, but we don't spend the time wisely? We're getting frustrated, pissed off, going to be late, listening to the radio, in and out of traffic. Why don't you just go with the flow and just take that time to yourself? Mm -hmm. It takes one minute to take a deep breath and just think about how your day is going or how it can become, you know? I mean, I learned that a while back. And then what I found out too, is that that delay is for me, not against me. That delay is going to save me from something else possibly. And so when you, when you just keep putting yourself in that, with that positive mentality or just, you know, being water, you know, just be water, go with the flow. Like you said, um, that if I ever catch myself feeling a little frustration, cause I honestly have been gotten so, I've gotten so good at not getting frustrated at life that it's really hard to get me there. But if I ever feel it, I'm just like, Hey, 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 this is for you. This is not against you. Like this is for a reason. So something, and there's a reason why we're, we're delayed. And it's, so it's, and okay. it's crazy because but, I, you know, and I, and I agree there because the other day, I think it was last week, I got a flat tire. Luckily I had enough air. Not luckily, but it's crazy because I leave. I fill my tires up before the night before because it was very cold. Rolling out. My TPI goes off. My screen lights up. And my front tire is at 14 pounds. Now I'm watching it go 14, 13, 11, 10. I'm like, oh, shit. But no coincidence because I passed my a friend of mine's auto mechanic shop on the way to work. I rolled up right in front of his bay door, you know, an hour before he's even open. And I had three pounds left in the tire. So I was like, no coincidence. Sat there, flipped the laptop up, start working from there. He shows up, pops my spare on, gets me a tire, puts it on the rim. That afternoon, I'm done. Something, you know, kept me from getting on the interstate that day, period. No one's going to tell me different. Because there's no coincidence I had enough air to get to a shop. Because I'm in the back roads. If I would have had a flat in back roads, I would have been freezing trying to walk somewhere. So there's no coincidence in that. But everybody believes, most believe in that. And, you know, oh, you're lucky, man. Oh, man, that was a good thing you didn't happen. No, no coincidence, man. Especially when you're doing a service and you're helping others and you're being guided. You're being guarded in that sense, too. And just so many people, you know, react so much. They don't take time to themselves. They don't practice their gratitude. And they're just walking around. Half the people, it's like when I talk about, you know, waking up to be a creator, not a survivor. I mean, 75% of people are waking up like an accident. 
They had no idea where the hell they're going. Well, I guess let's go to work today. How was your weekend? Well, it was all right. What'd you do? Not much. <laughs> and it's like, wow, it's just, it's just crazy. It's, it's, <clears throat> and I have to bring myself back sometimes because I was like, okay, yeah, I used to be like that 10 years ago. I'm not like that now. So I give them a little bit of sympathy, but yeah. not much. Because they can make their own choices. Well, yeah. I'm sure everybody's been like that in their, at some moment in life. Well, you shit, know? you're 26, but, dude. I wish I, you know, I, I don't ever wish, but I'm like thinking like, oh, man, if I did that Absolutely. when I was 26, fuck, I couldn't imagine where I would be right now. I know. I was thinking that. I was like, man, you are so oh, like, smart for starting about? so young. Yeah. Like, I just started last, like, Dylan's three years gonna ago. Dylan's going to become our youngest so son on the show. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna bring my son on here. Shit. <laughs> But no, it's true, and that's what that's yeah. what really, really, really enlightened me with you because you speak the same language I speak, native speak. You speak the same thing, and we are the types. I can look at Nada right now and say, "How many people in your circle?" Mm, she might mention one, maybe, maybe two, and I'm talking outside of family. So when I see some of your videos, like out with friends last night, uh, well, I don't know, define friend, or they were just out with a bunch of acquaintances. Exactly. Exactly. We talked about that there night at the gym, and that was a realization I had. You know, I may have one or two friends in my entire life at this moment. Everybody else is just close acquaintance. We spend time together. We work together. I try and create memories with them, but majority of the time, it kind of is. It falls way under the bar of what I'm trying to. And that's why I was achieve. trying. It's like you know, if you no, want to save yourself. Yeah, and, and, and I said this the other day to a friend. I was talking to him for about an hour and a half on the phone. And I said, you know, when I hear the words try or doing or something like that, I'm like, that, that's good stuff. But most of the time, just be. You know, if we're spiritual beings, yeah. then just be. If you're a human being, just be. You know, don't try to force something. What is it? Woo we? Have you read, you know, if you're following Taoism, you know about woo we. Mm -hmm letting things just flow. Nada was talking about like trying to fight a current, right? And I and I and I used this example before. I said, you know, it's a Midwesting Nada, so understand this. I know you probably don't know what a you know what a float trip is? No, do you know what a float trip is? <laughs> I do. So so I've it's kind of weird. I mean I'm from Chicago. There was no damn little <laughs> rivers and, and ponds and shit. So when I moved down here in the Midwest from Chicago, everybody would go rave out here about these float trips. And I'm like, what the fuck is a float trip? So you go to some place, I don't know, hour, two hours away from here. And it's like you do camping, but then you can't buy a like makeshift river. I mean, it's pretty much like, I don't know. I don't even consider it. I don't I've even consider a it a I've river a because when I talk to Nia, she's thinking like white rafting and shit. I'm like, no. It's like dirty mm. water running between no, the like woods. It's like a slow stream. <clears throat> it's like a stream. Yeah. Half the time you I've step out, videos. it's like a foot and a half worth of water. You're at your people shins. get a bunch of like inflatable floaties and inner tubes and shit and tie it all together. Beers in a cooler and you just float down this river, you know? So when yeah. I think of like, when I yeah. talk about let it flow like a river, I'm talking like Colorado through the mountains and California you know, through the mountains. Yeah. So it's like standing, you know, in a, in a, in a, in a current like that, but going the opposite way. So you keep pushing against the flow, right? What are you doing? 
getting tired, getting frustrated, getting weak, getting exhausted. You think of that concept, that's what a lot of people are doing every day. Let nature take its course. Spirituality. You're not alone. Spirituality. We're all connected. Spirituality. And it's like, quit going against the current and flow with the current. But it's so crazy how many people fight yeah. it. They, they, it's like so many people don't realize it. Yeah, they don't realize. Well, it's like this. It's like how many times like somebody tries to manipulate and play God or play creator, whatever you want to call them. How many times? How many times? I, every day. Every I'm going to say this because, you know, just making this up. I'm going to do A, B, and C because I'm going to watch Nada react to it. And me doing A, B, and C is not even for my true self or my higher self. I'm just doing it to get a reaction from her. I know a person specifically that I work with yeah. that does that type of thing. He will create situations just to see someone react in the most intense way ever. And then 20 minutes down the road, he no, can, oh, not. I'm just joking. Like, no, you get. Yeah, like like who gets off on that type of thing? You know, just a very and you toxic watch those things person. and you think to yourself, like and like I said, we'll cover emotional body sometime this week. But when you look at people like that, it's like the entitled, the victims, and and you know it. I, I it it just kills me because when I hear people say, "Oh, I know," no, no, you don't know. And even if I, and, and another thing I was saying to a, another friend the other day was I give them these little nuggets and I give them these information. I said, dude, I never tell you what to do. I'm just sharing with you what I operate with. And every time they catch themselves like, yeah, you know, I know. And yeah, you know, I know. And one of the things that I kept saying, I kept hearing it, hearing it, hearing it. I said, okay, I want you to understand this. You got a file cabinet right there in the corner. And every nugget and information I'm giving you, you're taking the I know and you're putting it in the cabinet. Just because you fucking know it doesn't mean you're going to do better. It's still there in the cabinet. Just let me know when you pull it out of the file cabinet and you want to start doing it. You want to put some action behind it. People don't do it. No, I know, bro. No, I know, man. No. Okay. That's cool. And I, and I refrain myself from saying, <clears throat> unless people are saying what they know about me. If somebody says, I know, I have no, I, I have no doubt that you know and understand the information I'm giving you. I'm not doubting that. I'm actually questioning when you're going to utilize it. Because if people aren't, oh, look at that dog. What kind of dog is that? And sometimes it gets tiring to just keep on giving really good advice and then not taking it. But um, then they want to sit there and talk about the victim mentality or talk oh about. Oh my God, I say, I say that all the time. Like, I'm like, dude, listen, man, if you just want to bitch about something, let's go get a beer. We'll, we'll, we'll talk for an hour. We can just bullshit on what get your stress out. But when you choose to go back, uh, don't, don't, you know, tell me about a week later, the same story. Yeah, exactly. But you know what? What I learned too is that not everyone is meant to change, right? And the people that are in our circles that are just not changing, they are also there for us because they're giving us a nice visualization of what it looks like to not work on that or to not change that part of of yourself, you know? So if, if someone's not getting it and not changing, it's because they're meant to be there for you to see, hey, this is what happens when you don't. I. So I can't even get mad anymore. I'm just like, all right, I guess that's oh, I, my I example. Of and I used to use this example, and I said, people won't change anything until they hate it. Until you hate it. 
Yep. Until you hate what you see. Most people, until they hate what they see, they hate the results, they hate the relationship, until they hate it. And it's like, don't do that. I mean, if it pushes you to change, fine. But don't, don't wait for you to, because I'll tell you what, sometimes it takes five, six, seven, 10, 20, 25 years for somebody to hate something. And then you just have that limited experience ahead. So try to speak. And I think when it comes to spirituality, even in communication and speaking, if you, if you like, I sit here and, and I really, and I get tested a little bit, especially this last weekend and people poking at me, but if I maintain a stance that I don't, I can sit here and speak whatever I want. I don't, it's of no, no consequence to me what anybody thinks. It doesn't matter. And Nada, you're the same way. And you know, you're the same way as well, because there's no, I don't, I know what I'm doing is guided. I know it's right. I know there's nothing wrong with serving others and speaking and sharing and creating. And I mean, I look at some of the things I do now and say the same thing, you know, man, shit, I wish I was doing this at 26, but right now this is, this is what people do. And sometimes when people do throw shade and they do criticize, I think if you're really spiritually balanced, none of this is going to affect you at all. And I think spiritual balance actually begins with what you believe in. You know, I was writing down something the other day and I was just looking at it right now. And I said, you hear it so common in language. Oh, thank God. People say it like nothing. Oh, karma's going to get you like nothing. But if you really ask them, thank God, what God do you believe in? What do you pray to? And they don't pray to anything. Or karma. What does karma mean? Well, what comes around goes around. No, bro. That's that's society beliefs. Karma is way. Karma is your aura. It's like it's your whole energy, what you draw it. Not the action you do. Who you are is what karma is. That's your karma. Everyone has it. And people just, oh, he's going to get karma. No, no, stop. So, yeah, I think it's really challenging beliefs. I think it's really understanding we're here to all coexist, to co-create, not compete. You know, I, I think that's that's very important. Very important. Yeah, it's like Dylan was saying um, earlier, I think he did. Um, he said, if we just all help each other out, like this is not a competition. Like we all help each other out. We will all be better off. You know, I tell my best friend all the time, like if I have $20, that means you got 10 you know, like we're always going to have a fair amount of sources and, you know, help. 100%. I just feel like so many people in today's society think that, like I was saying earlier, competition works for certain people, but so many people like create their whole life off of that idea and they just don't open their no. mind up to the concept of us working together to create something big. They all want to do it themselves, beat the other person, fuck them, fuck that. You know, it's just like, well, I feel like that's why a lot of spiritual awakenings kind of start with like an ego death. Oh, you got to drop that in order to really Mm -hmm. take in all the lessons and, you know, humble yourself to see all the the things that you could work on. I think sometimes if you keep a little bit of the ego around, kind of like almost like a secretary, because your intuition is going to make the call. Your ego is mm-hmm. going to set it up with logic. So I think if yeah. you kind of keep that up a little bit, yeah. 
that's fine. But a lot of people are ego driven. A lot of people are emotionally driven. A lot of people are logically driven, physical driven, mental driven. And and that's not the way to go. And everybody could have spiritual awakenings and that's great. And I encourage it. And I always just say, you know, well, you know, my belief, I'm a spiritual being having a human experience. So I'm never outside of spirit ever. And, And I heard this one. Uh, preacher before and he said you are never outside of spirit actually your human experience is your spirit having a dream because you're never outside of spirit yeah and i practiced a lot of law of attraction i practiced a lot of manifestation and one of the things i learned over my years through this journey is that you really attract what you are not so much what you want you know you attract those qualities in somebody and when we talk about you know um, people competing and people doing this. And I'll tell you, it's, it's sometimes it's within their nature. What does that nature come from? Well, it comes from what they experienced in childhood and again, based on beliefs and then maybe some traumas they went through. And when we talked this week, Nate, about emotional, I'll bring Dylan as well, but it's like when you talk about traumas and people tackling those things and you know, how many people aren't asking for help? Because again, go back to spirituality. I could just do it on my own. I'm good. I don't need anybody. I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I don't need any help. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a bunch of bullshit. People got to be more vulnerable. Vulnerable is strength. Yeah. Well, people think that. vulnerability is weakness and it's not. It's strength. Yeah. By no means don't stop oh, talking. Let's take a break. Go ahead, take a break. I can't hold it no more. How's that motorcycle going? Pretty good. I need to work on it a little bit to service the chain because I haven't serviced it since I bought it. No, that's so. not a bad thing. Um, but yeah, I love right it. Now? How's the weather right no, now? No, it's easy. It's been raining. Uh, while I was gone, it was raining nonstop here. And I get back and the rain's gone. And I'm just like, What's the temp? What's the temp? I love the rain. Um, Today, I believe it was in the uh, uh, low 70s. I think we're in the 20s or 30s. I know. Which feels warm. Well, which feels warm short. because last week, I think one of the highs was like two degrees. Yeah, it was two degrees oh high. Oh, my God. I'm like, this is stupid. Yeah. This is dumb, but. I mean, there comes a point where it's so cold, you can't it, even yeah. feel it. Because <clears throat> I know I was at, uh, I was in Wyoming once, and I think it was like, it was probably like 19. And then I was out there with no shorts because I was like, only I thought it was gonna be like super cold, but it's like so cold that yeah. you just don't feel it. It's really that's well, like here in the Midwest because it could be like, you know, 50, 60, and you're like, oh, this is warm, and then forties, you're like, oh, this is cold. Then it goes to two degrees, and you're like, this fuck frigid, and then it goes back up to ten, and you're like, oh man, it's nice out, and it's like ten degrees with the sun out. Oh yeah, this is beautiful. <laughs> Well, it helps you appreciate, you know, oh, as it yeah. gets forward. I mean, that's that's welcome back, Dylan. I hope everything came out easy and no hey, problems. Hey, hey, hey. And, oh, it was gallstones were spitting out and stuff like that. It's good. <laughs> now, so so when you start speaking, when you're doing an ice bath, and I noticed this, are you meditating in there, or are you just are you what are you mind wise? Where are you at? I, I would. I'm very still. Calm and collective. I would say majority of the meditation happens pre ice bath. Uh, once I get in there, I just I get underneath the water. I try and bring myself back to stable level, 
And then that's when I, the majority of the quotes I speak, I have already like right. created ahead of time. And I try and reiterate them back in a smooth, consistent manner. Um, so, so there's not a lot of meditation going on within it. There is some, I would say I slow down and really compose myself, but am I visualizing the rest of the day or how I want to become, how I want to portray myself? Not really. I think there's room for it to be done within the ice bath because it really, whenever you get in the cold, it just, it eliminates all the bullshit within your mind. You don't think about what could I've done here? What what am I going to do later? What what how am I perceived like this? It's it's a big big practice. But pre ice bath is where the real meditation comes in. I do that Wim Hof right. breathing method prior to really collect myself, get my body, quote unquote homeostasis, like a good temperature, and then once I get out, I do kind of the same thing, but it's more of just breath. I'm just doing lots of deep breathing, lots of stretching, yoga-esque, you know, physical yeah, you activities. definitely going to have to share that. Although Nada would need a small one, that tub with her. Because the tub is what keeps it cold, correct? <laughs> what, the, the the water? Well, I mean, right now right. it's so cold but outside. But if I'm in California it and it's in the over. 70s right now and I want to do something like that, yeah, you're gonna either you're gonna still need to add ice, but I if I let me double check real quick. Well, but my pool gets pretty cold. I'm gonna get a thermostat like to put it in there so I can touch it. But it gets pool, really cold because that's pool, why I was doing my cold to me, okay? And softy, it was bad. your damn pool's not gonna get down to like 20, so don't even go there. But no, no. So, so like anything 40. below the ideal for the physical benefits of a cold plunge. 49 to 60 degrees Fahrenheit. Anything below that, you're not getting any more physical benefits, any more uh, inflammation, muscle recovery, uh, immune system boost. It, it's legitimately just mental fortitude after that. So really, the hit 50 to 60 degrees Fahrenheit isn't too difficult. I mean, I, yeah, California is different because, you know, it is a little toasty, especially down south in Riverside. But you could easily add one bag of ice to a small hundred gallon tub. I, I bought one at a rural. No, I don't even know if they have those over in California, but yeah, but any, any normal farm shop, bullshit, whatever you can probably buy on Amazon. It costs a hundred, 150 bucks. It's a hundred gallons. You can fill it up with water and it'll stay that temp majority of the time. If you're crazy and really want to invest some money into it, you can spend four or five, $6,000 and buy a legit cold plunge where they have like, ionized no. water filtration a the, there's a cooler a on the Walmart. side that exactly well, tree there's this one kid i follow on instagram dude there's this kid he's probably 15, 13 14 15 years old his name's jacker xd is his like instagram page and he started off doing ice baths in a tote and he would sit in it and it would go up to his like belly button he wouldn't even fit in that thing and that dude <laughs> blew up over the span of like a week he just well, sure. 150 000 followers he's just sitting there just talking shit i'm like what the hell is going on 
but it's the comedy. That's like, what it is. And it here's the difference. So you know, like, <laughs> here's what I like about yours is because you're not doing it for entertainment. You're not doing it for the thumbs and the hearts. Do it, no, I'm trying to do it to straight people white and people and say, "Hey, this is why I'm doing it." You know, and I and I know you two are probably going to follow each other now. And same thing when you see Nada stuff. And there's sometimes she'll do some entertainment and some comedy and stuff, which I love. But <laughs> most of the time, it's all about. <laughs> Yeah, and most of the time it's about really trying to put a message out there, trying to, you know, poke a little bit and stimulate something and question. And I think if people just walk around not questioning things, that's where they fail. They don't question anything. Yeah. I think you can really... I'm just saying, I think you can gain a lot more. Like, yes, being super serious informational within your videos is great but if you can add just a small smidge of comedy or i, I don't even know another word for it but if you can add that within it it'll help people well, sure. retain it better you know it really exactly. it, it yeah. develops a spot within their brain that they're like oh this was informational this was sentimental to my own well-being you know and also laughing is so healing yeah. that i just i love yeah. it so much that if i can throw it in there and get your attention on this little funny thing and then you go to my page and i actually have posted something that's going to help you change your life because it was like something that had more mm-hmm. meaning or more serious that's that's kind of mm-hmm. my goal too is like i'm going to get you to laugh and then while you're in my page you're going to also oh, yeah, get 100%. knowledge <laughs> yeah I was told Dominic the other day at the gym, I had my first comment that was about somebody that said they were going through a hard time in their life and my See, videos were helping them yeah, I remember you compartmentalize said that to things and be straightforward. And, and that was, yeah. it felt amazing. Man, if you could help one person, that, you know, when you, you just post a one, video. That's all that matters. And then you help the next and the next and the next. If you wake exactly. up every day and say, what could I create? You know, well, you can create a smile on somebody's face. You can create them some security. You can create them some hope. Mm-hmm. Do that. And 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 I notice that people don't. They're just walking yeah. in work pissed off. They're trying to get home to even be more pissed off because they don't even want to be there. So it's like, just I've been stop there. doing I get that. It. I get it. You know? So, yeah. so this is what I want to do. Dylan, I want you to send me info on Wim Hof. I'm gonna put those in the comments. You're also gonna send Nada. Show her what kind of tub and shit you use. Follow each other. Seriously, yeah, yeah, badass. Yeah. What's uh, what's Instagram? I got a buddy right now that's out in California. I got a buddy uh, right now. He's like brother of mine right now. He's out in California, but he's in LA. I think he's coming back in the next couple of days. Um, but yeah. So, Nada, we're going to hit emotional. Oh, Nada underscore Melissa. So we're we're yes. going to hit yeah. emotional Bingo. body. Yeah, I got to go by your schedule. You know, I know it's back from Mexico. I don't know if you're going on world tour again. I've, you know, so. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've been everywhere. I've been in Big Bear, yeah. and, you know, Mexico. See, it's been pretty busy. Uh, no, I'm. It's it's open this week. I'm just trying to get back focused on getting back Good. into the gym because the fasting. I was trying to do anything crazy. So, yeah. Um, How long yeah. do you do fasting for? The is longest I've done like... so far is uh, 88 hours. Okay. So I'm trying is to do it, like. Is it days. juice fasting or just water only? Just water. Or... Just water and some okay. tea here and there. If I feel I've been like... thinking about doing something like that. I say I heard every like six months it's super beneficial for. Yeah, I mean when you hear the body. benefits, it makes it so much easier to do it because the benefits mm-hmm. are insane. Like you're recreating or you you're making new brain cells that after like thirty six mm-hmm. hours or something. I don't know, but I was like, I'm in, 
and to be honest, like it wasn't like 12, 16 hours. Oh, no, she's doing like, like two weeks. She's yeah. doing like, yeah, and I, I'm starting to do like, she's doing like two week work weeks, man. That's what mm-hmm. she's doing over there. She's like, I'm going 80 hours. I'm, I'm going to be golden. So, and I want to talk about that too, even though it's kind of yeah. like on the physical side, but it does affect the emotional. So we're going to go, um, the next one we're going to tackle is going to be emotional. So like wrapping this up, I think, uh, Dylan, like when I look at, what you're doing, Nate, I know what you've been through and what you're doing, you know, going back to the ice bath, man, meditation, prior breath work. Um, I think another thing I wrote down, uh, on top of those things was like gratitude, service to others, putting a smile, putting some entertainment out there, sharing information. Those are all part of maintaining balancing a spiritual body and i think if we're not doing that every day that's where you might dip under and i think if we overdo it that's where we might dip over mm-hmm. so i think it's leveling dylan man, i'm proud mm-hmm. of you dude because when you talk about need to get back to my spiritual side i'm looking at you like thinking meditating you're journaling doing breath work you're out of your comfort zone you're being a service to others where are you struggling spiritually nowhere yeah because connecting with yourself is the spiritual experience like that's how you connect with spiritual experience or spiritual beings or you know it's it's Mm -hmm. getting to know who you are and by you doing all those different things you're doing you're really getting to know yourself knowing there's a creator knowing you're knowing you're universally connected knowing everyone's connected yeah just it's not that you're under it's not that you're over it's not that you have to work on it you just have to maintain it daily so keep doing what you're doing, man. I'm proud of you. Nada. Appreciate it very much. Yeah, we just yeah, keep day. at it day to Every day. day. Start thinking every about, day. you know, some of the things that I'm writing up now that I'm going to start sharing is morning routines, afternoon routines, evening routines. What do I do? We're also going to talk, because this is where I went to Nada and her Mexican cuisine, right? So we're going to start tapping into, like, going on in the next month or so. I got a lot of shit going on. Uh, we're going to start hitting, like, food for the soul what are you feeding yourselves mentally emotionally physically what food are you eating what effects does that food have on you i like that so those are things we're going to hit but let's wrap this one up dylan pleasure you're going to be back on i'm probably going to pull you in on emotional too you can tell me some things nada you're definitely coming so we're we're rocking through 2024 together i just i just pulled i just kidnapped you so that's good but you know, I love this. This was a, uh, you know, prior to this, I was like, oh shit, what am I going to talk about? But at I don't the end of the script. day, it was super I don't script. I might, yeah, I don't script. Fluid, I might just write some things. Clean. And this is just natural. So when I have, I got, like I was telling you, Dylan, I told Nada, I got another studio being uh, constructed. So that's going to be in person stuff. And I know you're local. Dylan, Nada, we might just have to bring you in from Cali. I, I was going to yeah, fly I'm out. For that. I'm wear some long pants. Long pants. Leave the motorcycle there it. for now. But I, I ah, okay. I got two. So um, yeah, definitely. We're gonna bring you back, and we're gonna hit the emotional side. And it's always thing I always end this with every single time is always twenty twenty three for me was a rhythm about inner engineering, right? Inner engineer yourself. I got a lot of that from Sad Guru with a lot of his books. Yeah, and oh, 2024 coming into this year, it was like always be reaching for your highest potential, your highest self, releasing your highest mm-hmm. self. And so many people are like denying their highest self. So 
guys i appreciate you very much yeah and uh shit appreciate you guys rock man so we'll be talking this week for sure